This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome back to the Giant Up Podcast, people. And if you can sense the happiness in my voice, that's because the season's over. And we don't have to watch this putrid team walk out on the field and actually embarrass themselves as hard as they possibly can. Uh, Mostly we're talking about the offense here, but I mean, for fuck's sake, it's over. And we can all take a sigh of relief because we got a lot of things to break down today. I mean, the season is over, dude. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for for like the last, eh, I don't know, like five weeks, six weeks. It's just been a nightmare. And the nightmare, my friends, for now, is over. And we are going to look towards a place of optimism because to start out already, we've made some really, really good moves. Every right move that we could have made so far. I mean, like the moves were very obvious here. You had to fire Dave Gettleman. He retired. Uh, I guess they allowed him to make the decision to retire rather than be fired. Uh, we all know how that goes. It's all about politics. But um, he is gone, which was our first move. And when that happened, I was afraid that Joe Judge would still be the coach. Like, I was definitely at a place where I was 50-50 on it. Because there was a real chance he was going to stay. I mean, there were reports that we'd hire a new GM and then he would make the decision or... There, there was a bunch of weird reports. There was reports that him and Daniel Jones were locked in for year three. Uh, then there were reports that he was going to be fired. Like everyone was all over the place. So there was like really no way of knowing exactly what Joe Judge's fate was. But at the end of the day, he is gone as well. And as much as I loved Joe Judge, and you could probably go back to earlier podcasts and know that because I, I think everyone loved him after the first season with the Giants. I mean, the 180 on him, at the end of year one and the end of year two is like polar opposites. Joe Judge went from a guy who we all thought was a fighter and a grinder to kind of like the complete opposite. I mean, I don't like to, there's a human, I I don't like to eliminate the human element because these are human beings. I mean, Joe Judge clearly like, you'd hope that his intentions weren't to purposely just lose this game and get it done with as fast as possible because that's exactly what that looks like when you go for it on third and nine. Sorry, not even go for it. When it's third and nine and you QB sneak it on your own four. So you're basically just surrendering at that point and punting the ball. Like you're telling me you got nothing to dial up on on a third and nine? This isn't a third and long. You got a yard. This is basic football. You don't have a 10-yard play to dial up? Throw a pick, dude. Make them throw a pick. Throw for the sticks, dude. This is your last game. Like, this is your game to prove to everyone why you should be the coach for year three. And you, I don't know. You didn't. You didn't. And that's just the bottom line. I mean, Joe Judge, as a human, I wish him the best. I think he he is a good football coach. I mean, he stepped into a role from 
special teams assistant and wide receiver coach right to a New York hot and heavy spotlight on your face head coaching gig. It's not easy to be the Giants head coach simply for the fact that you're going to get so much ridicule. You know it. You're going to get ripped. Joe Judge is going to get ripped. There are ruthless Giants fans out there that will rip him for the rest of his life without any sort of I just lost my train of thought, but they will rip him for his life because he was bad at his job. Imagine like you were a bad accountant and you're not even that bad. Like, but you're like, you got promoted to a different position that you were bad at. You were pretty good at the position that you were at, but then you get promoted to this next position and you're definitely not ready for it, but you do it anyway. And then it goes horribly wrong. Because you clearly weren't ready. Um, that guy doesn't get shit on for the rest of his life. Might take a year off, walk away, and then maybe pop back into a similar gig. Maybe he grabs another special teams job. I mean, if Belichick's going to be coaching, I, I would be shocked if, if Belichick didn't want him back. I mean, he's got nothing but good things to say about Joe Judge. I mean, I'm sure Joe Judge is going to take a year. I mean, fuck, I would. If I was Joe Judge, I'd be crying all night. But if Joe Judge can just personally learn from this, like, that's what you need to do in life. Like, this isn't the end. I know Joe Judge is never going to hear this, but you fucked up. You completely fucked up. I mean, you had, I mean, there's a lot of other elements that went into it. A lot of things didn't pan out this year, but you're the head coach and that's the gig. But this isn't the end. Take a year, spend some time with some family and then get back on the horse. Hit the drawing board, figure out what you did wrong and try to fix it and then get back on the horse, man. So that's what I'll say. I want to end the Joe Judge stuff on a positive note. He fucked up. He got fired. It's what had to happen, you know? Everyone fucks up. We're human. But it's not over for Joe Judge. I would hope. I hope he comes back to football in some capacity, and I hope he succeeds. Because that he's a good... He, he's a good man. You can tell he genuinely... That's how he won us all over in the beginning because he is a passionate and a good man. And I'll say that. Um, thank you, Joe Judge. I know no one's probably thanking you right now. But I'll thank you because I really do believe that in your heart you wanted the Giants to be great. Uh, so thank you for that. But Joe Judge is gone. Now, I don't have... That bad of things to say about Gettleman. I know I know maybe people want me to rip Gettleman too, but like he gave us everything we wanted this year and more. I didn't think it was possible that we could get Kenny Galladay and Adoree Jackson. And we did it. And remember how pumped we all were. Dial it back to the beginning of this season. We were all amped. 
and it didn't pan out. He did every move that we would have done. If I was the GM, dude, you bet your ass I would have signed Kelly Galladay this year. You bet your ass I would have signed a Dory Jackson this year as well. Those are two ball players. Those are two weaknesses we had last year. We needed a better receiver. We got the best, what we thought was the best one at the time. I mean, he was he was ranked up there at the in free agents in terms of receivers. And then we got a Dory Jackson. We we had a little bit of a problem with our second cornerback spot. That was kind of a weakness, and we addressed it. We draft guys like Aziz Ajolari. I mean, we didn't really get a pass rusher in free agency, but we 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 get our guy, and he's he showed some flashes of being a good pass rusher. I'm excited about Aziz. And I'll talk about who I'm excited about later. But I'm just – I got so much things to say about the Giants that sometimes I go on rants, you know. But Dave Gettleman did every single thing that we wanted him to this offseason. I'll say that uh, in terms of free agency. But it didn't pan out. Um there were huge mistakes that he made, and, and there is no denying that. Drafting Saquon, who I love more than anyone, it breaks my heart that it's not panning out yet for him either. Um, but he drafted him second, and he had one of the most phenomenal rookie seasons I've ever seen a running back have. Um, as a fan, I'm saying, probably in Giants – in my Giants history, um, my 24 years of life of really, really caring about football, one of the most phenomenal and electric rookie seasons. And they weren't even good, but they were fun to watch, him and Odell. But um, that was a really bad pick. You picked him second. And it was a running back that's not even panning out right now. He's not impacting or helping the Giants at all in any way, shape, or form. And I know it breaks his heart that that's a fact. Injuries have killed this guy early on. And everything happens for a reason, but they have crushed this guy with injuries, man. And he's just been grinding to get back to that rookie year form. And maybe it's time for him to move on and find it somewhere else. And maybe, And I hope he does, man. I hope he goes to Buffalo. Shout out to my friend, Andy Mack, who runs the Bills Up podcast, if any of your Bills fans are out there. I hope he goes to Buffalo and crushes it. Or I hope he comes back here and crushes it more than anything. You know, prove everyone wrong. But that's a bad pick from Gettleman. You got to go QB. You got to go pass rusher. You cannot draft a running back that high. And I fought it for so long. Shout out to my buddy, Tom Deanna. He's a huge Jets fan. And man, did I fight with him for years on the Saquon pick, telling him it was a good pick. And I'm finally giving up the fight. It just wasn't a good pick. One of the worst ever, maybe. Um, so there's no mistake in that. I still think the Daniel Jones pick was a good pick. In spite, it was the best pick he could have made. That's what I'll say. It was the best pick he could have made. I wanted Haskins really badly. Um, and Daniel Jones is better than Dwayne Haskins and that we know for a fact, but yeah, man, Dave Gettleman is gone. 
and it was his time to go. He had a fair amount of time. It sucks because it felt like he was making the moves we wanted him to make. But they, at the end of the day, you're the GM. And we are have been one of the worst teams in football for the last four years. So, I mean, we gave him more than enough time. So, Dave Gettleman, enjoy retirement, pal. But, uh... So amped that we closed the book on this. And now we're going to shift right into who we've been interviewing, which I'm actually so excited about. Like, it feels good. I feel I feel young again because I really went into this offseason thinking we'd still have Joe Judge as our coach. And now we just have a fresh mind coming in the building, a fresh GM coming in the building. We don't know who it is yet at the time of recording. We're going to talk about who we've been interviewing. And we got a fresh coach coming in. So the first guy we interviewed was Joe Schoen, Buffalo Bills assistant GM, who, my, uh, like I already said, my buddy Andy Mack runs the Bills podcast. I talked to Andy about Joe Schoen. I mean, I just, I, I don't know anything about these guys. So, I mean, he's the assistant GM in Buffalo. So I think we're doing the right thing. And, th- and, and, I'll, and I'll talk about this when I talk about everyone we interview. I'll talk about my my overall thoughts on our interview process. The next guy we interviewed, which some people might know, Adrian Wilson, which just gets me amped. I love this. If Adrian Wilson was our GM, because he's a former player. I used to love him. I used to always play with him in Madden. He's the man. Like, he's uh, working with the Cardinals. Um, And he's been for a bit, and he played everybody. I mean, if you're an old-school football fan, everybody remembers him. Um, He was a good free safety. It's his seventh season with Arizona in their scouting department following his retirement from the NFL in 2015, and he spent 12 seasons playing for the Cardinals, and he was a five-time Pro Bowl selection, three-time All-Pro. Yeah, everybody remembers this guy. Like, this probably is my favorite guy just because I know him more than the other guys, and I love him, kind of. I think it'd be sick if he had an opportunity to be a GM in New York. Um, And he's coming from the Cardinals camp, so. But we'll talk about that at the end, my overview. The next guy we interviewed was another guy from the Arizona Cardinals, Quentin Harris, who is the vice president of player personnel. Um, He played for the Cardinals as well, but I don't even really remember him. Oh, no, I kind of do, actually. I think I do. Um, But he played free safety four seasons with the Cardinals and had a brief stint playing with the Giants and Broncos. Yeah, I think I remember him like a tiny, tiny bit. Um, And then he began his scouting career in the NFL. In 2007. Wow. It's his 14th season in Arizona scouting department and first as vice president of player personnel. So this guy's been in the thick 14 seasons. Wow. I'm going to go back and give a bio for Joe showing real quick, but that guy's got some, I mean, he's been in it and he just got promoted this year. That's an interesting guy. I like that. I love who we're interviewing. I love it. I'm like excited about all these guys kind of, which is crazy. But um, this dude, Joe Schoen, has 20th year in the NFL, fifth year with the Bills, previously worked in the Miami Dolphins front office as director of player personnel. So that's an interesting guy, Joe Schoen. He's got 20 years in the NFL in the books. Uh, He's been rocking. He's been building this Bills team up. He's been with them for five years. Um, and he's the straight up assistant GM. So that's what, that's what I like about that. But so the first three guys I really like, 
Then we interviewed Ryan Poles, who's the Kansas City Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel. Um, this is his 13th year with the Chiefs. One season as Executive Director of Player Personnel, following three seasons as Assistant Director of Player Personnel. He played offensive tackle for five seasons for Boston College. Protecting Matt Ryan. Let's go. <laughs> this guy's a beast, dude. This guy's a beast. Current position. Um, yeah, he's the, he's currently, I already said that, but wow. So he's a Chiefs guy. So this dude's been rocking. I mean, 13th year. Um, He's been building this Chiefs, this monster Chiefs team. So that's a cool interview. Then we interviewed Ryan Cowden. Different kind of guy here. Tennessee Titans, VP of player personnel. So this is his 22nd NFL season. Six seasons with the Titans after 16 years with the Carolina Panthers. Um, listen, I know the Titans have been good, and I know they're building this team up, you know, but I'm not that excited about this guy. I wouldn't be, wouldn't be too excited if they hire that guy. Um, then we interviewed another guy from the Tennessee Titans, director of player personnel, Monty Ozenfort. And he's a former New England Patriots director of college scouting who joined the Titans in 2020. Spent 15 seasons with the Patriots. So I kind of like this guy. If we had to, I, I like this guy better than the other Titans guy. I'll say that. And I really wouldn't know who to pick between the Cardinals guys. I really like both of them. But I definitely like this guy better because he's a Patriot guy. But also, I don't want... You know what? I'm doing a full 180 on what I just said. I'm done with the Patriot way for a little bit. I'm done. I don't want any Patriots guys. None. That's why, and I'm going to say this, this might be a hot take. Like, I wouldn't be angry. I'd obviously buy in if they hired uh, Brian Flores. But I don't want any more Patriot shit. I got a bad taste in my mouth from the Patriot way. Let's get something new and fresh. So I'll end my rant right there. But I don't want any of this Patriot bullshit around. Okay, so I don't want this guy, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Monty. Hit the sheets, Monty. All right, pal? So I don't want either of those Titans, guys. I'm just not even going to talk about either of them. But honestly, between the Kansas City Chiefs, Ryan Poles, Adrian Wilson from the Arizona Cardinals, um, Quinton Harris from the Arizona Cardinals, and then... You know what? Let me make a decision on. Yeah, I like Joe Schoen. Um, and Joe Schoen. Between those four guys, I wouldn't be mad if they hired the. I hope they get the whoever just rips the interview. Like that's why it's like cool. I feel like they're interviewing fast. They're, if you haven't noticed, they're interviewing a ton of people already, because I think they just want to pick a bunch of brains and really do this right because they know. The pressure is on. Like, we have had it with this shit. Like, it's been too long. We're not, it, like, we shouldn't be a joke. There shouldn't be, we shouldn't be chilling with the Jets. Like, that is just, we are in the shit. We are at rock bottom. So it is time to make the right decision. So I really think they're going to be thorough 
They're going to interview all these guys hard. And whoever they're just feeling is the best, I hope it's one of those four guys. But hey, and I think it will be. I really don't, like, I'd be shocked if they just went Patriots again. Like, if they were going to try to, because if they hire this, if they hire Matt Ozenford, who was with the Patriots for whatever, 15 years, I feel like he's bringing in Flores. I would almost lock that in. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I, the Cardinals excite me a little more. Like teams, I want a team like that's doing exciting things on offense. So like the Chiefs excite me. So I like Ryan Poles. The Cardinals excite me. It's more the team too. It's not even about the person right now because I don't really know any of these people. Um, and the Bills excite me. Like those are all exciting offenses. Bring one of those guys who's around something that's fresh and that's working on offense. And get him to be our guy to build our team. That's that's where my mind's at right now. Um, and that's what I'll say about the GMs. So I'd be excited if they bring in from one of those teams. I'm sure they're going to interview more people. I have no idea when they're going to make a decision. Um, but yeah. Whew, so that's kind of it about all that. And the last thing I wanted to talk about too is the GM is going to have the pick of the litter. We have number five and we have number seven. I am so pumped that we have a fresh GM coming in and a fresh coach, and they're going to be able to have two top seven picks in the NFL draft, which is so rare. I mean, that that trade, I know Kadarius Tony hasn't played that much this year, but he almost had 200 yards in a goddamn game. So if he can get healthy, he is filthy. Um, that was a steal. Steal taking the, the Bears pick and moving back and getting KT. Like, what a great trade. Whoever orchestrated that trade. Like, if that was Gettleman, truly, like, that was amazing. He just set up the new GM. He literally, the new GM should actually call Gettleman and be like, if, whoever was responsible for that trade, it'd be like, yo, that was like, you actually kind of hooked it up for me. I appreciate it. And Gettleman would probably, if it was Gettleman, he'd probably be like, yeah, shut up, bitch. I'm retired. And then slam the phone and hang it up. That's what I imagine. And then he kicks his feet up and he's sipping a margarita. That's what I imagine. But anyway, that's just fire that they have that. <clears throat> but I'll wrap it up there. Uh, I'm excited that the season's over and I'm excited that new fresh things are coming in. I think, I think it's safe to be excited for now. Like, let's just be excited. It's better than being not optimistic. We, we made all the right decisions so far, so let's just be excited. Uh, that's the last thing I'll say. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. We out.